Welcome to the Hello Lovely Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Williams, and I teach women how to be themselves. As an exclusive life coach for women, I'll teach you how to manage anxiety, make decisions you're confident in, and stop beating yourself up. So let's get started. Hi, friends. So happy to have you this week on this very special episode, How to Stay Consistent. I had a special guest this week, one of my clients and a great friend of mine. She's also a coach herself, Jessica Weinert. And she shared some really great gems about how to stay consistent when you don't feel like it, how to be confident during a recovery, and what to expect as you go through something new. So many juicy gems to help you stay focused and keep your goals no matter what you're going through. So without further ado, let's get right to it. I have a special guest on the podcast today, one of my besties, (laughs) who happens to also be a wellness coach, Jessica Weinert. And she's she's been doing the health game for some years now, but she's also been into just health in general most of her life as far as I know as her friend so welcome Jessica hello <laughs> it's so nice to be here now I was giving a little intro to you but like you tell us a little bit about like who you are and who you work with and why that's so important well um my name is Jessica and I am a health and fitness coach. I have been um, for about three years now. I just made my three-year anniversary doing Congratulations. that. Congratulations. <laughs> um, and I love it so much because I've always been um, just a lover of health and fitness and, you know, that kind of thing. It's always been my jam. When I was able to actually make it a business a few years ago, it just kind of fit with like who I am. And I just love helping people. Is there anything better? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. So tell me about a little bit about the people you work with. Is it just women? Is it also men? Tell me a little bit about who you, who you coach. I actually work with women and men. The majority of my clients are women. There's quite a range. I actually um, have kind of my my little niche yeah. <laughs> my niche has been recently um, people who have hip replacement because I myself recently had hip replacement. So that's kind of been who recently I've, I've uh, really enjoyed helping through that roller coaster yeah. ride of healing, but it's people who want to lose weight, people who don't really know where to start, people who don't really know how to eat healthy um, and then people who also who just want to keep going because I think I'm kind of all of those things, so I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is so fun. And one of the things you mentioned was the hip replacement, which is a huge part of what I'd love to include today. Because how old are you, Jessica? I am gonna be 45 next month, yeah, 45, and you've already had well, you've had a lot of stuff happen with your hips, but you've had a full hip replacement, 45 years old. So, you know, it might seem like that could be a barrier to your fitness, especially as a wellness coach. You know, someone might think, well, if I have to have this surgery, can I get back to my goals? Yes. Tell me a little bit about the story for you, just your experience. I originally 
had a full through and through labral tear um, when I was taking a boot camp class at the gym about 15, maybe it's been about 16 years ago now. So I was having a hard time even getting around and walking, which is not fun when you have little ones. But the doctor was like, we're going to do the first one. And then 12 weeks later, we're going to do the second one. And I was like, nope. We're going to do them both at the same time. And he was like, that's kind of something we don't do. And I was like, well, I don't have time for this. So if I'm going to be down, I'm going to be down. Let's not compound the time. We're going to be down, you know, like let's just do it and get it done with and keep on moving with life. So that's what we did. And he said, you'll probably need like a full hip replacement in about 10 years because we're doing what we can. And after that surgery, both the physical therapist and the doctor were like, we hate to tell you, but you're kind of going to be limited to just swimming. You need to stick with swimming. And when they told me that, I was like, who wants to wow. just swim? I mean, I could have. <laughs> I could have just, just swim. Become swam. a fish. <laughs> all oh, you yeah. do now is swim. That's all. <laughs> We're releasing you into the water today. Right. <laughs> I was like, but that doesn't really sound like fun. You do what you have to do, but you also never really know what you can do until you just keep trying things. Yeah. And I think it's important here to mention that we're not suggesting or encouraging any specific medical treatment or not listening to your doctor (laughs) for sure because we're not doctors and we're not in the medical field (laughs) but I think mindset wise there were a couple things that you said that stand out and one is that we're just going to do it Mm -hmm. like that's how I see you I kind of look at you in your business and in your fitness goals and it looks like you're a machine (laughs) But, (laughs) but it's like, I think it's important to share with everyone that you're not a machine, even though you are bionic and you have <laughs> lots of pieces of metal in you, but is that it's not, it really is not because you are a superhero or have superhuman strength, but it is your mindset that you keep coming back to. It's like the commitment to yourself. So like, tell me about that, your mindset towards recoveries. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's such an important thing because it really determines how you're going to keep showing up is that mindset about, it's easy to kind of be like, oh, I guess this is what it is. But if we can just say to ourselves, listen, my current reality is not my permanent reality. Like, this is just the way it is right now. And I'm just going to keep showing up at whatever level that is and just keep taking small steps forward every day. Like that's it. That's what it's all about. It's so good. I love what you said. I love that you said, this is the way it is right now. And I'm going to keep showing up because it is very easy for sure. Like I've had medical stuff myself. It's very easy for sure to say, this is how it is now. Mm-hmm. As if for the rest of our lives, we're restricted and it, it just, it just focuses your mind on what's not possible. It's closing off possibility that things could get to a place where you can still reach goals that you have, even though right now this is the way it is. Right. It's, it's really easy for our brain to say, I guess this is my new reality. <laughs> yeah. Which it feels terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> It does. When really we just need to say, okay, this is my current reality today. Doesn't mean it will be tomorrow. We'll just show up tomorrow and see how that goes. 
<laughs> yeah. And also kind of that compassion towards recovery. Mm-hmm. So when you are in the right now and you are sick or not feeling well, like physically, or if you've had a medical procedure, hip replacement, tell me a little bit about that. Like how you, your respect and appreciation for the time it takes to recover when you are in that right now reality. Yeah. And you know what? I think I'll say, especially for women, I think patience is like the hardest thing for us (laughs) for ourselves because we just cannot just sit down and, you know, heal and let it go. What is hard, but absolutely necessary is honoring our body where it is. You know, we would, if our friend was going through something, we would totally be reassuring them. Like, listen, you're doing fine. Don't rush it. Just be patient. You know, progress is progress. Don't take that away from yourself. Yet when it comes to us, that's harder somehow. But it is still so important. You know, meeting our body and our mind where it is, um, just taking it one day at a time. Healing, sometimes it feels like you take two steps forward and three steps back. And that's okay. It's like Like a cha-cha. Yeah, right. Like, like, can you imagine just dancing, only going forward? Boring. (laughs) That's a a beautiful analogy. (laughs) Because we don't want it to be that way. You know, we don't, we don't want to like have setbacks. But the reality is, that's what happens. Sometimes if you just be realistic with like, come on, everything can't be like, perfect all the time and only moving forward. You said, you know, progress is progress. Don't take that away from yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's key because we're all making progress of some kind at every moment, even when we feel like we're at a halt. Absolutely. And in the moment, some of the hardest things that feel the worst later when we look back, we're huge contributors to our growth. Absolutely. In our experience. So when we do that, you do take that progress that progress away from yourself, but only in your brain. Progress is only seen if you choose to see it, period. Yeah, that is so true. So I love how you did say that, like, don't take that away from yourself. When you need to kind of support yourself the most mm-hmm. when you're going through a recovery is like when you become, you could also become super critical of yourself. Have you seen that in your yes. experience? Absolutely. So what do you use as a tool for you, like mindset tool to come back to know that you're going to keep showing up and that just right now is your current reality if you're going through a recovery like that? What I do, and this is also what I encourage my clients to do, is just start. Like just start every day. No matter how you feel, just start and see how things go. Because it's it's not going to go good at all if you don't even try. <laughs> so just starting the day and saying, okay, we're, we're just, we're going to try today and we're going to get through this and we'll see how it went. We'll look back at the end of the day and see how today went. Sometimes when we find ourselves in a situation or we get a diagnosis that seems like it's going to be life-changing in the worst way Mm -hmm. can be the time that we are really are able to prove to ourselves what we're made of. And I have really enjoyed doing that with myself. Yeah, so good. You never know how strong you are until something seems really bad and you talk your way through it. You're like, this is okay. This is going to be all right. It's like you come out so much stronger on the other side when you do that. Yeah, it's almost like you have to face the fear right in the face Mm -hmm. and step right into it. 
Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, well, I'll do this when I'm not scared anymore, or I'll, I'll Mm -hmm. do this when I'm feeling super motivated. It's almost like you have to offer yourself really stepping into not feeling it emotionally, like not thinking you can do it and still face that I'm all in, you know, and like not going against medical advice again, but we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) mindset, like the mindset, like when you're at that space physically where you can get back to it and now you just feel limited because of how you're thinking your mind. Now your mind is now telling you, I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. What's the point? Yes. It's not possible. I'm behind all of these things (laughs) that feel super true. Mm-hmm. recovery done. Now you're at a place where you just wake up in the morning and maybe you don't feel like it, which is <laughs> happens all the time. Like yeah, I want, absolutely. I want everyone to know if you're somebody who thinks that a lot of people wake up just feeling ready to go, that can be a little disempowering. And I want you to know just how many times Jessica, myself wake up and we're not feeling like it. I always say like my immediate reaction, like every single day when I wake up, like my alarm goes off and immediately I'm like, no, this is the first thing that comes out of my brain. Yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That moment where you're, you're thinking I should be motivated right now. You're going to, it's again, it's like that critical beating yourself up moment where it's like, if I was more motivated, I could do it. It's like, you can be unmotivated totally when you wake up in the morning and not feel like it. Yeah. What are the next steps for you that help you reset your mindset and help you actually take the action at that point? Would you say? I think that like getting myself out of my own head, like, okay, however you start off your thought process, we, we really kind of tend to continue down that road. So being super aware of my thoughts, stop. <laughs> <laughs> thinking that, you know, we don't know what today's going to be because it hasn't even started. So, and starting with, I mean, just something as simple as, okay, it's going to be a good day helps so much. And I think that comes with healing. And I think it comes with us on our, on our, you know, journey to eating better and on our journey to being healthier and more fit, all of it, just because we wake up and immediately think, no, we have to follow it up with, um, how about yes? Yeah. And even just, you started your sentence off with, okay, even just saying, okay, like acknowledging where you're starting from, mm-hmm. but not entertaining right. the options. Cause that's really what's painful is the indecision. Mm-hmm. Once you make a decision, either direction, there's relief. So true. Yeah. Deciding not to feels like it's easier only because you've decided. You said the word honoring. When you honor your decision, it keeps you, it is part of that follow through. Mm -hmm. Knowing that there's going to be ups and downs and good days and bad days, just like when you're healing, you know, like I said that before, there's going to be ups and downs and not comparing yourself to other people. Like I had to stop comparing my healing journey to what other people were going. Cause it just seemed like they were just doing great, just better every day, just having no setbacks. And here I was kind of like, you know, up, down, up, down. It's the same with whatever journey we're on. We cannot compare ourselves to anybody else because you're writing the story of your own life. Yeah. Take from other people's book. (laughs) Yeah. And think about too, if you're only doing something, if you only have set goals, fitness, health, anything, 
because of how other people are going to see it, it's not a motivation enough to keep going. So it's a great time to, if you haven't done it before, take a scrub of why am I doing everything? If nobody was watching me, what values would be important to me? Mm-hmm. What would I want to set as a goal? What's the fitness routine I would be using? What are the healthy foods I would be fueling myself with because I like them and I'm choosing them? Mm-hmm. Not because somebody is watching me. Exactly. So if you get up in the morning and you're exercising for someone else and then you don't do it and then you're worried they're going to ask you, it just causes all of this extra time and energy that you probably would have just put towards something you would have enjoyed doing towards your health. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. It's like our brains, they're so sneaky. Like (laughs) any way they can get us into inaction. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They're like, this might work. Let's talk about the times when maybe you got up and you didn't choose to work out. Mm-hmm. How do you look at that without the slap down on yourself so you can keep going and get back to what your I goals think, are and keep showing up? I really think that just saying, and that's okay, when yeah. something doesn't go the way you planned it helps with my mindset so much. Yes. Because really, you're going to feel worse if you beat yourself up about it. Well, that's no fun. And that's not going to keep you in a motivated frame of mind for sure. Yeah. So just saying, okay, and that's okay. And tomorrow's another day. And keeping in mind that motivation always follows action. Just saying, okay, I'm just going to, I have to act first and then the motivation will come. So let me not be disappointed that I don't feel motivated right now. And you know, your thoughts create your feelings Mm -hmm. and your feelings drive your actions. So if you are thinking critical things about yourself, it's going to be the opposite of driving you towards action that you want to take. So you guys, the biggest tip on today's podcast, mindset tip, that's okay. Yes. When you think that's okay, how do you feel? Is it a big enough shift for you to just come out of critical thinking of yourself and move you towards the direction that you want to go? Because something I've been really sharing with my clients is appreciation is a great swap out for motivation. Oh, I like that. They're pretty close on the emotion scale. Like when you, motivation is not this excited, ah! <laughs> it's not super high level. Motivation is definitely energized, but it's very close to appreciation when you really think about it. So you may think you have to be motivated. And when you're not, that's a problem. That's okay. <laughs> Start with that tip. And then how can you look at this moment to feel appreciation? How can I honor myself and my decision being the best one that I already made to follow through on what I scheduled for today? How can I appreciate that me in this moment is good enough, but I'm choosing to do this for me? And I love that you said like, you know, we think motivation is like, "Ah!" and it's this really uh, (laughs) high excitement. Like that's, that's a crazy person. Like sustain that and who would want to you I mean if we saw someone that high level at the gym we'd probably all be running out it's it's an expectation for sure that we set we should be feeling high level energy to take action yeah any action and listen guys success is created outside of excitement being successful just comes from one just acknowledging that you already are whatever you've already achieved accomplished whatever your goals are that you haven't that's number one The second one is appreciating whatever emotion that you have. They're all valuable. They're all important. So when you just focus on not having motivation or that you should be excited thinking that those mean you're having success, 
you're going to feel really defeated when you're not feeling those emotions Mm -hmm. and then think it's a problem. Well, I'm not motivated. So I'm not excited about this. So as if those are the reason, do you want that to be the reason why you don't keep going? because you're not excited. Because we can only be so excited for so long. Then it's just going to be exhausting. It's exhausting. So yeah. you don't even want to be excited. Let excited <clears throat> come naturally because you're thinking right. something exciting. You don't really even have to create excitement to reach your goals, to exercise. Mm-hmm. Just consistency. Just You can be consistent and not be excited. I mean, completely. <laughs> yeah. And just having that like abundance and appreciation in yourself, like you get to choose these activities that you're taking because they add spice to your life. They're not a punishment. I think that um, that's a really good point. Knowing our why and keeping it right in the forefront of our mind at all times is so important for us to keep going because then when the motivation goes down, when the excitement is gone, our why is what can bring us back. Yeah. It's like the compelling reason why you started in the first place. Mm-hmm. which was not so you could feel excited. It's for whatever other reason you chose. You wanted to add this spice to your life. You wanted to feel healthier and have more energy. The way I like to look at exercise for myself these days is not even for physical appearance. And I think that's like the best kind of activity yeah. to do is not for your physical appearance. It's for the health of your body. It's for literally mm-hmm. feeling physically good mm-hmm. on the inside. What about for you? What are your motivations and your compelling reasons for your health and fitness? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's that was a good one. Just um, how you're going to feel and not even how you feel now, but thinking about how you're going to continue to feel in the future. Because what you're doing now is really, it's like health dividends. You're paying into the way you're going to feel later. It, it can't be just for our looks because there's going to be days when we get up and we're like, How about I don't care about the way I look? How about I'm perfectly fine with the way I look right now? Yeah. And so it has to go deeper. It has to be, well, how do I, how do I want to feel now? And how do I want to feel next week, next month, next year? How about the, the joint pain that I want to avoid? You know, that's a big thing for me. Avoid exercise just for a few days. My joint pain comes creeping back in. Definitely has to go way beyond physical appearance. Yeah. Cause if you guys haven't checked it out, check out the body image podcast, Jessica and I both as coaches, we want you to love your insides and outsides. Like we want you to have a body that you think is beautiful, but that can start right now. So like if you hate your way to reaching health and fitness goals, it's going to be, it's going to feel so hard. Whereas if you can learn to really love your body right now and stop judging it, and stop being so critical, you'll be able to see just how much beauty it is. So not only will you get the results that you're creating, but you can also enjoy the journey along the way instead of beating the crap out of yourself on the way and then hating the whole journey. It's, it's like a puzzle. You put it together. Once it's complete, it goes back in the box. So having a goal is not just to get to the end. It's because putting it together and having the pieces come together, that's the whole part of mm-hmm. doing a puzzle. Tell me your thoughts on this for when somebody is starting out on a journey and they have weight to lose and they do want to change their physical appearance and they may be discouraged because they feel like they're not getting results on the outside as quick as they want to see. What is, what are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, that's totally normal. 
(laughs) (laughs) The way they're feeling is totally normal. We want, especially in our society now, we want results really fast. Yeah. Like Amazon. Yeah. (laughs) Two weeks from now, I want to be able to step on the scale and everything that I've done over the last six years, I want it gone. And it's not a reality. So knowing that your body freaks out, you know, whenever we change anything. So just being aware, okay, hold on, like slow your roll because your body first is going to freak out and be like, wait a minute, can we just stop this? Maybe if I feel what's happening, (laughs) maybe if I feel horrible and we're going to hold water weight because our muscles are trying to heal. So just knowing what's going on is going to help through that initial process. But knowing that really it's kind of like we said before, it goes so much deeper than just losing a few pounds. Like you're healing your body. Like that takes time. We initially might see a quick loss, you know, in some, for some people there initially might be a quick loss, but then it slows way down. So like, wait a minute, what's wrong? Nothing is wrong. Like stop going to something is always wrong. Yeah. Like there's no problem. Like scale can go up and down. That's totally normal. Doesn't mean you backtracked the consistency of showing up. Tell me a little bit about failures. I think failures are so beautiful. (laughs) They're a wonderful (laughs) part of life because a fail, I mean, I've always felt like a fail. Initially, we want to be like, oh no, I failed. But, and that's okay. That's okay to think that. But when we, um, when we realize that a fail is just something that we realize that didn't work, and maybe it doesn't mean that it's not going to work forever. It just didn't work right then. Or, you know, we're still growing. So we're, we're just not there yet. It wasn't necessarily a fail. It's, it was just, you know, something we're still trying to grow past. Looking at fail as failure is where it gets tricky. Because yeah. it's almost like if someone has a fail, which just means it didn't go as expected. Right. Like you said, trying something, not going as expected. And then thinking that means you can't reach your goal. Fails don't equal failure. Look at, right at a fail instead of looking away because look, not looking at it is going to make you continue to prove to yourself that it is a problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you can look at what worked, what didn't work, what would I do differently? Empowering yourself, like looking at that curiously, not to judge yourself. There is so much beautiful information in there that you can use to find solutions to all the results that you want, like on the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of thinking, oh, I'm starting over because I failed, you're really just progress is progress. You're still just continuing mm-hmm. and it's literally like a stepping stone yes. towards your goal. So you're on this river, <laughs> sails are the stepping stones. You know you're getting progress when you have fails. Mm-hmm. There's no failure when you're not trying. Right. And, you know, as we grow, like as we literally grow as human beings, there's growing pains when, I don't know, you know, like when my kids are going through growing pains, I remember when I had growing pains, you think something is terribly wrong and, you know, you're broken and uh, this has to stop. And we really have to go through that to grow. Babies fall a million times in order to learn to walk. (laughs) But then somehow when we're an adult, we're like, I never want to fall again. I never want to feel any pain again. (laughs) It's not. I think too, what helps is like, well, what would I say to a friend who was going through this that I needed to encourage to keep going? What would I say? 
okay, so how come I can't say that to myself? (laughs) It really goes back to that relationship with yourself. It's like, are you willing to have compassion for yourself? Are you willing to work on that relationship? Like it is the filter for anything else you're doing. So if you're exercising, if you're recovering from surgery, like your experience will be impacted by how you're viewing yourself. So if you're super critical or you think you're behind or you're saying a lot of words like that, that you wouldn't say to a friend. So it's almost like you have those two different dialogues in your head. And when you can say noted, no, thank you to the critical voice and create that relationship with yourself that you come back to and say, you know what, I'm exactly where I should be, not behind. This is exactly what my progress looks like. And it's working. Mm -hmm. You're doing a great job. Then you really do create that beautiful relationship with yourself. And then it just overflows in all the areas of your life. And you, you become less critical of other people in their goals too. Yes, that is so true. One thing that I wanted to bring out that I think is super important. When we haven't faced something before, we can't expect that we're going to know how to deal with it. I mean, that makes me think a lot about my surgery recovery, going through the ups and downs because I had never been through it before. Every day was a learning experience. So good. And instead of just being like, oh gosh, what's wrong? Just saying, maybe I can find something that's going to get me through this. And, and exploring instead of sinking into that negative space um, and feeling the pain, just saying, you know what, I bet there's something I'm going to start searching because I bet there's something out there that will fix this problem. Mm-hmm. And just realizing why well, I don't, I shouldn't expect that I am going to know how to fix the problem because I've never been where I am today. <laughs> this is a new thing. And so I think that applies to everything, everything that we're going through in life. Um, We're always going through things for the very first time. And so we're not going to expect to handle them perfectly. Yeah. And it's being open for solutions. So there's lots of times where we can absolutely prove the can't. I can't because (laughs) to open yourself up for solutions does not devalue your current physical state or your current emotional state. You always want to acknowledge that. Ask yourself where you really are with a loving, compassionate check-in. But what solutions are also still available for you? What is still possible for you? You can totally figure it out. And like you said, there's usually resources. And then coming still back to yourself every day to be the buddy, to be the support. Like, what would you say to your bestie? So good. So if you've had a hip replacement, Jessica (laughs) is your girl. I'm going to be putting a link in the show notes so you can connect with her on your health and fitness girls. And she does work with men and women. Jessica, thank you so much for coming on today. Loved having you. Thank you. I love that we got to do this together. Yes. Thank you so So much. I hope you ladies enjoyed that as much as I did. If you want to work with Jessica Weiner, you can click the link in the show notes to get started. Hope you guys have a great week and I'll see you next time. Hey, lovely. If you want to be more confident on the outside, you have to start on the inside. If you don't take time to create an amazing relationship with yourself, it will show up in every other area of your life. If you feel stuck or don't know how to be yourself, I invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to misschristywilliams.com and sign up for a free call to join my six-month program. That's M-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-Williams.com and I'll see you in session.